Thank you for tuning in to the Grace for Purpose podcast, where we are connecting you with the resources and motivation you need to fulfill and protect your purpose. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in again to the Grace for Purpose podcast. We have a special guest on tonight, Different Caldwell. I'm super excited for you guys to hear her story. We're going to talk about her book, her journey as being an entrepreneur, and some more things. So she is an author. She's a CEO and a motivational speaker from Houston, Texas. Different, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's up, Juanita? Hey, everybody out there. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Yeah, um, everybody like out there who, but like she said, my name is different, spelled D-I-S-E-N-R-T. And thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so happy to be here and just to talk with you, you know, about my life, my book and everything that I got going on. Thank you for having me. Definitely. We really appreciate you being here tonight. So you mm-hmm. did mention your book. So tell us the title of your book and what was the end? In- inspiration behind the concept of your book okay yeah well my book is called what if and the subtitle is a a controversial paradigm shift and i guess um talking to answer your question about what inspired the book you have to go back you know a little bit to you know my past as well as with with the present and just give you guys a little background about me um like she's miss one of you said i grew up in houston you know i'm 30 years old um, coming up, I had a pretty good upbringing up until the time I was around 11 years old, and then just ended up on hard times with me and my family, basically ended up on the streets, and stayed okay. like that for three years, and um, by the time I was 14, I was secretly placed in foster care by a relative, and for six, the first six months, none of my family members knew where I was, okay. and within those six months, I spent trying to come home I found out that in the state of Texas, if you know age out of the uh, foster care system, they would pay for your tuition fee waiver, the full ride for free. And so, right then and there, you know, all those years, you know, three years spending on the street, you know, hustling and watching people, I, you know, a light bulb went off in my head. And, you know, I just tried to use my book smarts to elevate my book smarts, and you know, decided to stay in CPS rather than you know go home. When my family did find out where I finally was. I stayed. Okay. I told them I was going to stay. <clears throat> Basically, when they did find out where I was, I told them I was going to stay. Okay. And so I did that. And uh, the next four years in foster care, you know, moving around. And, you know, by the time I was 18 years old, I had that, you know, full free ride to uh, the college of my choice, which is San Francisco State University. So shout out to the Bearcats out there in Huntsville, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and spent my time there. Um, was able to start my own student-founded organization titled Head Forward, and whereas that's where I got started, you know, with my motivational speaking, sort of, if you will, um, okay. there we, we spent time going to different high schools, talking about the importance of education. We also had other parts of the, you know, team, you know, volunteering and education, if you will, <clears throat> and so that's kind of where the little seed, you know, was planted. If you were to start me. doing the motivational speaking, okay, okay. is that you know got the opportunity to to you know join the organization you know by Kaipei a business attorney as well okay. as I was abroad. I went to Kim Young University and within that experience itself, got to travel to eight other different countries. Nice. So, although you know I had a, a a tragic upbringing, if you will, or, you know a traumatized upbringing you know, God bless me, you know, he kept me in the palm of his hand all the way through it. Definitely. 
still and still is. And so, you know, no matter, you know, how my story sounds or when it's when it started, it sounds so sad, but you know, it's ending in triumph. It turned around, right, definitely. Yeah. And so you don't always hear that. Sometimes we hear where people are stuck in just the cycle of, of victimization, if that makes sense. Oh, you, oh we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna address that. You we're did the research to see yeah. what benefits were were there for you coming out of that tragic situation. And I can only imagine how many people don't know that that option is available to, to get a free ride. And to I not find out. I would have went, when they found where I was, I would have went back home. But when I, like, it was, like I said, God's plan, God's grace and, and, and such. And because of that, now, you know, I have a degree, my bachelor's in international business, two minors in economics and business communication. Okay my master's degree in entrepreneurship and I'm also a Texas real estate agent okay so as well as I'm an avid travel I travel all over the world right so okay God's grace right now I'm just a living example living proof definitely who I am if you ask who different who different is and so with all that being said you know all into my adulthood having all these accomplishments and doing all these great things you would think, you know, I got that perfect life. You know, I'm, I'm going. I had a, a tough upbringing. You know, I'm living a good life, but yet and still, you know, on the inside, I'm 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 damaged. I'm, I'm okay. And so, um, with all that being said, even though I, I look good on the outside, I was dying on the inside. So have and internal and, healing that you have to go through. Internal. Oh yeah, girl. I had a, a coming to Jesus. Uh, Jesus moments that they say, if you will. Um, to where a lot of my childhood issues and, and traumatizations came up with into my adulthood into the okay. point where you know it was it was to where ooh, I guess I how can I put it coming up in that upbringing where you were taught you know or not taught if you will that chaos is normal and so okay. to me you know spending three years on the streets you know from pillow to post basically sleeping everywhere you know shelters cars I even slept in the crack house at one point. Okay. And, and so that type of traumatization and, and becoming normal to you and then you getting taken out of that setting, I got placed into foster care. I was actually placed in a really good home. Mm-hmm. Nice home. However, for me, chaos was normal. And so... Right. That's so that's a battle that you're fighting. Leaving chaos to normalcy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I got taken out of that situation into a totally different environment, it didn't feel real to me. It didn't seem normal to me. So for me, it felt too good to be true. And so I I, I got used to sabotaging my own my own good things. And so that became a pattern that 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 transitioned all into my okay. where that pattern, excuse me, pattern, excuse me, <laughs> pattern. It was, you know, affecting all the good things that, and opportunities that I had going for me as far mm-hmm. as career. And so it got to a point to where I messed up a really, really good opportunity that I'm still brooding about to this day and, and led to me to where, you know, I faced the ugly truth about myself that I need okay. to go and fix my issues. Okay. So how do you know what you need to, to fix sometimes until you... Oh, I, I dismiss that notion, you know, right. that, that most of us Black people have felt that Black people don't do therapy, mm-hmm. you know, come from an environment where we were taught, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this stays house. Stays in the house. You, know, you don't talk about your issues. So you come up, you grow up feeling ashamed about it, then you're not talking about it. 
and you know right. they're coming up with those excuses oh it ain't your business oh, I can't afford it I don't need therapy you know what I look like sitting on somebody's couch talking about my problems right and so it was like I said facing the ugly truth and you know getting real with myself and accepting the fact that you know to hell with all uh, <laughs> with all that um <laughs> this is me like I said which is what you I get it it's okay <laughs> um forget all that um I'm just, I'm going to go fix my issue. I'm going to get rid of myself. I'm not going to be ashamed about it anymore. I'm going to talk about it. And, and sure. there's not a problem with it. Oh, well. And so I went to therapy, you know, okay. and I've been doing so now consecutively. At first I was spotty with it. I'm not going to lie. I was spotty with it, but I got serious about it two, two years ago, getting, you know, consistent with it. And I'm very proud of myself of it. Okay. And I tell anybody out there listening, you know, who who's in that same boat, I'm still dealing with it. If you, I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress. Sure. Dealing with depression. Healing is a journey. It's It's not. It's not. Yeah. Even when you're dead and gone, you're still gonna be have have leaving people behind that has to deal with another. They have to heal from it, right? It's it's everlasting, if you will. Definitely. However, when, like I said, facing that ugly truth about myself and understanding that what I went through as a child it wasn't my fault mm-hmm. however the way it was my problem and that's just the fact about it. that's how life works it's not your fault but somehow accountability is exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the only and, way and, we and grow whether, right and even if you and even if you were the cause of the problem it's still on you to fix it right and so your childhood trauma any relationship trauma mm-hmm. adult it's on you to fix it. Definitely. You're the one that's affected about it. It's, it's you the one that's, you know, hurting. Yeah. Not nobody else will like how you think they should. It's you. So it's Definitely. And so that's what I've been doing for the past two years. Okay. My Shout out to my therapist. Part of the as well because he was the one, you know, who helped set everything in motion. As You know, like God, he, he sent everybody who was supposed to be you know, in your life, right? Yeah. And so with him encouraging me to, you know, take the negatives and turn it into the positives and just get back to, you know, the root of things that I really truly love, which was one of them was writing and journaling. Okay. Um, and so um, doing so and writing and doodling and writing little positive affirmations and stuff and just manifestations. I'm a big believer in, you know, in the power of manifestations, the laws of attraction and the laws of karma and just doing right by people and mm-hmm. not positive. I love doing, you know, chakra healing and meditation. Uh, my business is called Third Eye ENT for a reason. So, okay, I'm spiritually in tune. If you will. I'm not a religious person, but I'd love to be, you know, spiritually. I had to lose my religion in order to gain, you know, my relationship with God. And okay. Just so for me, I'm not out there to get religious on anybody out there or disrespect anybody's religion. That's not definitely, definitely. We mm-hmm. understand that. For me, this is what works for different. And so okay. um, that's just how I operate. And okay. doing so, getting myself together and getting real with myself and being consistent with that journaling and, and doodling, as well as being stuck in the house for the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> Not to mention, this is all happening during the pandemic. Um, sure. Uh, and then May 25th, 2020 happens, the death of George Floyd. Right. In Texas, I grew up in fifth ward, but I also spent some time in third ward. Like I said, moving around as a child, um, we spent some time in third ward where George Floyd is from. 
Okay. And so being right down the street, um, of course, you know, I want to get involved in the protest and have my voice heard and even attend this funeral, even have my nephew get involved and have and help him understand what's going on because he's scared, you know, sure. again, you know he sees the police, he's like, oh no, you better, you know, get right, you know. He, and so I try to, you know, explain to him, you know, what's going on, don't be afraid, mm -hmm. what's going on, you know, such and such. And so when that time comes to, you know, you know, go to his funeral. I know it may seem like I was all talking, you know, and bark, and, and I had no bark. And the reason why it wasn't that oh, I, you know, got cold feet. It was that you know I wanted my voice to be heard, not just in that moment in time, but long after I'm gone. Sure. Okay. So, so this is where this night. This is where everything comes to head. You comes to tie in. Okay. Yeah. You know, what what transpired me as well as a long time ago, being a child when I was thirteen. I prayed and asked God, allow me to be the one in my family to break the generational curse and create generational wealth for my family. Definitely. Some way, somehow, allow me to be that way, be that okay. way. Whichever way you bring it to me, how it comes, whichever way it comes, Lord, I'll take it. And so that prayer long, being prayed a long time ago and coming ahead to manifestation. And as well as, like I said, being locked up in the house and just having nothing else to do. And Okay. And asking and talking with God, this is what He would show me. He would send me little dreams, little premonitions, you know, um, watching TV or talking with people. One time I was watching a movie, you know, to help. Um, I don't know if I uh, name drop or anything, and I apologize if I can. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, uh, Viola Davis and Octavia Spencer, even in the song, I know okay. Viola, she expressed regret for uh, doing that big movie. However, she her role has inspired me to do this book. You know, those three women having the courage to talk about the issue that was so taboo in their time and knowing sure. what they were yet still having the courage to do something about it. Sure. That inspired me. And so whether okay. she regretted or not, I want her to know if she ever hears this. That she's inspired. She planted the seed. And so her work wasn't in vain. And so have no sure. regret about what she did because look at what, what came of it. Don't expect to receive no no type of you know conversation. <laughs> Shout out! <laughs> you have a, a lot of different things that have kind of inspired you yeah, towards yeah. writing this book. So let me ask you: so your book is it a nonfiction or a fiction book? Which nonfiction, however, it does use controversial deaths and events that are very true and have occurred. Okay. And so, um, in in a sense of nonfiction, though, and it's a race. Only thing okay. that is different is a race rule reversal. We're asking the question, what if this happened to white people instead of black people? Okay. Basically, rudimentary form, basic, basic question. What if this happened to black people instead of white people? Sure. Um, so in June, this I started writing this June 2020, and I finished December 2020. And um, before I go any further with um, the book, uh, What If? controversial paradigm shift. I must say, full honest disclosure, this book was written to inform and encourage thought-provoking conversations about systemic racism in America. And, and it's done through graphic but provocative illustrations. Um, it also entails on controversial deaths and events that I have stated before. Um, like I said, it, it's just basically a race role reversal. It's actually sure white folks instead of black folks in the way that I've constructed this is set up in four main categorized paradigm shifts, hyper, excuse me, historical precedent, no, 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 I'm sorry, excuse me, 
uh, historical political precedent than hypothetical. I always get confused. Okay, so who would you say, like, who would you say that the intended audience for your book? So my target audience is uh, adults from the ages of 18 to 35, uh, the African-American community. Okay. I did a test market analysis, and this is where I tested high end these four categorized people, you know, um, the African-American community, of course, you know, women. It tested very high with men, but, you know, women, we run the world, so we don't have run in high numbers as well. Okay. As people who care about social issues. Okay. Justice and social awareness and, you know, systemic racism. And so those are my target audience. Okay. Okay. Those those age ranges, uh, women and men, but, you know, women, you know, we always test higher, so you don't go where the money resides, which (laughs) we got the power, so, you know. Uh, but it seems like women, it's changing though. Who, 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 also, not just that, anybody who, who's willing to listen and who has who's open minded, even right. want, who just mm-hmm. want to be nosy, let me go see this little girl talking about anybody right. willing to listen, basically. But if you ask the question, who's my target audience? I know who they are. And you know who it's intended for. And you know, as a as an author, that's important research that you do is to figure out I'm who you're. I'm more than just an author, honey. Let me that, just say that okay. right I'm more than just one option. Okay, definitely. This world, you come and learn. You will see. Um, and and like I said, having those degrees, and I was actually you know coming coming up, starting up in corporate world. Mm-hmm. I call it corporate world. I started off in oil and, and now ended up in real estate. Okay. But just you know, tricks and trades and, you know, how to do Definitely. your research homework before you really dive into something that you're Into anything, right? You ask it, I, I, I know you have that question written for me, so I'm going to say the answer for you later. What's my advice? Because mm-hmm. so that's one, like right off the top, you know, you said you did a market analysis and most people or as authors, you don't think that that's important to do, but oh, it's, no, so no, important. No. it's so important. It's so important to do. For me, it's not, and I'm going to take this time because uh, I've learned this from my mentor who recently passed away from COVID. Um, oh, no, okay. It's, uh, it's also the least. Rest in peace to him. He, what he taught me is, in order to be the best and whatever it is you want to do what you feel it is in life that you want to do you have to do the shit I'm so sorry I'm so sorry you got to do the stuff that your opponent won't do definitely anything that your opponent won't do you got to be that person that's going to do it that's what's going to make you the best of the best and so when I wrote this book like I said when I prayed I not only just prayed for Lord just give me some so I can have mm-hmm. a voice it was more than just having my voice being heard, more than just breaking a generation of sure. it It's more than that. And so when I pray, I pray specific prayers and what I want in life and what I want to receive. Not just with this book, but just how I am specifically when I pray and get along with God. Definitely. And so when I did that and when I asked when I when I pray for this book, this is what I pray for. To okay. you know, not only just just to do this but even in such and so with, with the powers of you know manifestation with this book and and, and saying oh i'm just going to be this is going to be my first book this is not only just going to be my first book i'm writing the first number one bestseller book my book is going to be the number one bestseller and so taking all that advice and being serious about what it is i'm doing i'm not just this is not just this is my this is not just my first book my first book is going to be the number one bestseller 
Definitely. You have to talk to yourself that way. I think putting that out there, that's what helps you to do the work to make it happen. You have to do the work to make it happen. But what work, how do you know what to do if you don't know what you're trying to achieve, right? So that would just bring me to another question. So as far as publishing your book, did you self-publish your book or did you go through a publishing company? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Let me tell you a funny, another funny story of God's plan, how, how he works, man. Um, in the process, you know, writing a book um, and, and joining groups on Facebook, um, I wrote a real little quick rinky-dink, you know, message on Facebook, you know, about, I'll, most I can remember about that question, it was something, something, 20, 20, 21, 2,133 words that okay. I need to check. And it was just a little short book and it be done. And when I posted that, as soon as I posted that, mm-hmm. people started ribbing me. Oh, you got to be scammed. You can't be serious. Okay. Truly- all the negative came flooding in. And I took it a stride. I thank sure. you for your comment. Just kept, kept it professional. Just sure. Kept it real professional. And, 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 and of all, out of all the, you know, negative comments, no positive comments mm-hmm. came back to that post. Okay. <laughs> one, only one. Okay. Only one. When I was in Korea, they called me Ikuhana, and that means there is only one. Okay. So, for different goals, that's what they called me, Ikuhana. There is only one. So, there was only one, Ikuhana. Ikuhana, only, only one person responded to my post, and they was like, well... I'm not gonna judge this or whatever. Basically, I'm not gonna judge this, but just DM me. DM me. Sure. How do you know what it is unless you read it? Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, basically, she's like, I'm not gonna judge you right off the bat, but let me see what you're talking about. Okay. And so I reach out to this person. You know, we get to rapping. I send her, you know, the rough manuscript and uh, my little visual edits and how I'm seeing the the visual illustrations, everything, and. she reads it and falls in love with it. She calls me like 30 minutes later. Okay. Like, different girl, what you girl, hold up. She's from Atlanta. She lives in Atlanta. She's okay. Atlanta. Girl, hold up. Wait a minute. You know, she's just, she got real, you know, homie with me. Like, sure. I never met this woman before. She don't know me. I don't know her. But, you know, when she read, you know, what I was trying to do, it was like, she, she's like, okay. God sent her a message. Definitely. Speaking, you know, speaking to her, like, hey, pick this up, help this girl. Okay. Out. Okay. So she was like, yeah, we about to do something. You know, I'm a publisher. I'm mm-hmm. in my company, and we publish books. And, you know, we help people. You know, new authors like yourself. Okay. Know, and she was like, first of all, you know, you look like a very. She told me this is what she was telling me. You know, like a very formidable woman. You know, yourself. You know, you just need a little help with this. It's your first time. Definitely. So, and it was, and she was like, okay. I know her. I I had another illustrator before this who flaked on me and, and made me have to like switch back date because I was originally going to drop the book on Juneteenth. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. It was on Juneteenth, you know, bombshell dropper, if you will, however things, you know, change. And um, once I met with her, her name is Shalana Bush uh, of Bush Legacy Publishing. Um, she hooked me up with the author, the, excuse me, not the author, the illustrator of the book, Anastasia Arnold. Okay. And my God, like I said, it had to be God's plan for her. Out of all those negative comments that I read and her being got one. <laughs> and when she read it, she was like, Yeah, girl, yeah, we gon' yeah. And um from then on, she led me to other people coming and she introduced me uh to the book designer as well as um the word of mouth at, at the time she found out about somebody else. Okay. Um, who helped me with the book trailer. 
And so, like I said, just God's plan, you know, her sending, him sending me her and through her, other people coming through and just definitely me with her and Anastasia and the trifecta we created, you know, with this book. Um, you know, I always say, you know, God bless Anastasia with the hands of gold because, you know, the way she, I, I drew out, I did a little chicken scratch of what I was seeing and what she's, what I would drew out, you know, she would take it and just, oh my gosh. Sure. Uh, and make it better. Definitely. So you, okay. So you're going to put yourself out there. You got some negative yeah. feedback, but negative you feedback, found but that one. <laughs> all it takes is one. All it you takes is one. You have to put yourself out there. Don't Definitely. be afraid to face rejection. It's going to happen. Accept it. And, Definitely. And, and just understand we have to keep moving forward and keep, you know, putting your best foot forward. Sure. And eventually, you will be able to keep your labor. And that's just, you know, how, how, it, how it goes. Definitely. You know, so you have to persevere. Exactly. And so with this book, um, and, and and her coming into play with it and, and bringing out a stash, you know, other people, um, everything comes ahead and then boom, December 2020 happens. Let me tell you what happens then, girlfriend. Okay. So I'm done with the book. I finished everything. Uh, we got found the uh, illustrator. As far as writing goes, I'm not finished with the book, but I finished writing the book. And now I have an illustrator who's working on illustrations and um, everything's coming into play now. But uh, I talked with my lawyer in December 2020, and she reads my manuscript as far as like the, the editorial-wise, not, not the picture-wise, but the written-wise. And she's like, I love it. I think it's going to do really well in sales, yada, yada, yada. And asks this an easy question that just knocks flat back. And she's like, uh, but what's the name of your business? And I'm like, what? What do you mean? What's the name of my, my what business? Um, mm -hmm. Controversial paradigm shift. And she's like, no, I don't think you understand. In order to sell products to the public, you have to have a business. Now, of course, I knew this, but it all before the pandemic started, I had other plans to start my business. I wasn't ready to start my business. Right. I wasn't ready to start my business with this. Um, and so I had to right then on from December to March 21, 2021, you know, learn the tricks and trades real fast in a hurry, you know, before I wanted to about how to run my my small business in Texas. Okay. And so um, within that time frame, just praying, like I said, being spiritually in tune and talking with God and, and talking and, and asking God what it is that I want. It's not as like I said, so it's bigger than the book now. It's more about it's like what am I gonna do to the world? What what's my brand gonna be? Who am I right. gonna influence? <laughs> yeah, so what am I truly gonna be about? It's more than just the book. And so this where it gets deeper, it gets serious is just more than just about systemic racism and just pushing people's buttons. It's more, you know, it's bigger than that. And so that's where, you know, it comes to, you know, what's your business, what's the model, what's the creed going to be about? And then I just say that it's going to be about, you know, bringing, you know, social awareness to society. Okay. You know, education inspires and entertains all at once. And that's what Third Eye Entertainment is about. Okay. And as far as you know, our motto goes, it's manifest, plan, prepare. I believe that. We believe that in order for one to achieve guaranteed success in life, Juanita, one must manifest like no other. Speak into existence the things that they believe in mm -hmm. their heart and hearts that they desire and that they're meant to have into life. And don't ever stop them. So learn the laws of attractions and the powers Definitely. of the tongue. 
speaking things into existence, learning to reprogram your mind and get rid of all that negative thoughts and things that have held you back from the past and before. And once you start manifesting and start writing out, even with manifestations, it comes with writing it in little notes to yourself and constantly doing those affirmations. And so once you manifest, you move on to planning. Plan for what it is that you want to do in life. Not only right. with planning and writing things out on paper, uh, plan in, 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 in your finance, plan in your, you know, your spiritual or your, you know, your relationship wise. And as they move on to preparing. Okay. Preparing for what it is that you are about to receive. So with what I mean, not only for what preparing, you prepare, you know, physically, you know, if there's something that you don't like about yourself physically, go hit that gym. If and that's if we go back to the accountability part, right? <laughs> so if you need to fix your finances, go start saving, get you a savings right. account. If you need to fix your relationship, go mend those bridges. If you need to go get your mental health in check, go do that. You know, definitely, like said, definitely. And go fix my issues. And once I did that, this mm -hmm. is when came up. You know, my business definitely. and my, my book. And okay. so you do that, manifest, plan, prepare. You can do okay. anything you know you want to do in life once you do that. And once so, you get those three things down. Mm -hmm. so, so with the mm -hmm. uh, we like I said provide products and services. Uh, we also provide on the service side, I said motivational speaking. And okay. On topics and issues that are very taboo in society, in today's society, such as injustice, systemic okay. racism. Um, we also talk about, like I said, mental health, suicide prevention. Uh, especially in the Black community, um, you know, financial health, uh, LGBTQ issues, it, everything that's, you know, considered taboo and often sweeped under the rug mm -hmm. or, you know, returned to find eye to in society. We talk about those issues here okay. in, in a different world. Uh, I also, on you know, entertainment side, I do, like I said, I travel a lot. Um, okay. I've been almost about 50 plus countries, just about, if you will. And so nice. on the travel side, I do a video and a blog. Okay. Um, as well as providing uh, expertise, if you will. And so I got a lot. I'm a, like I said, I'm a, more, a woman of many hats, and you know, more than just one option. Sure, so, I understand. I'm always one of those type of people that had a lot of, I, I always have irons in the fire. And okay. So, um, that's what we do at Third IMT, and with our first product being our book, What If a Controversial Paradigm Shift, that is going to, that is now available. Uh, on our website at differenceworld.net as okay. well as Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. Okay, so we can in association with the book. Sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but it's, it's okay. a lot. Um, we sell merchandise in association with the book. Uh, you, okay. but however, it's not sold on Amazon or, or Barnes and Noble. It's sold solely through our website, as well okay. as included in the packages. Um, as far and just as drop the website one more time. What's the website? Yeah, sure. Differenceworld.net, spelled D-I-F. Girl, I can't spell my own name. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Like I said, we'll see what you get. Human. So D-I-F-E-R-N-T-S-W-O-R-L-D.net. Um, as well as, um, what else? We have this where you can find all our other social media handles. The main social media we're on right now is Facebook. You can find us at Third Eye, spelled T-H-3. R D L L C E Y E third eye spelled T H R excuse me T H three R D E Y E by the way for anybody out there that's wondering. Um, 
uh, what else? Okay. So, and then let me just ask, so what are some tips that you would give to a writer that's thinking about publishing a book? I know one you threw out there was to do that market research to discover yeah, your so like target said, audience. Uh, it, like in order to be the best, you got to do things that your opponent won't do. So take mm -hmm. yourself first of all. My that's my rule that I have for myself. Like I said before, I was the author, I was a businesswoman, and I still am. Okay. And so then my advice is take in order to want people to take you serious, you take yourself serious first. Definitely. Okay? Homework, you do your research. Um, don't let anybody play with you. So copyright yourself and your work. Definitely. Uh, and, and so it and. That, that comes with, like I said, manifest plan preparing. So I try to practice what I preach. And so with that being said, planning and preparing is very, all three are important. Yes. Preparing, that's what it's gonna take to, to make that, that dream a reality. And so you can manifest all you want. That's the faith part of it. The planning and preparing is the work. They say faith without work is dead. Definitely. So plan and prepare. The manifestation, the manifest part of it is the faith. The planning prepare is the work of it. Okay. And so when you're planning and preparing for it, take it serious. Do all that you can before you dive into something that's 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 beyond me deep and that you can't you know unring the bell. Okay. Especially <laughs> when it comes to money. You know, right. and, and making sure that you have things on paper when it comes to that and the people that you work with, the publishers. Right. Your, your, uh, anybody that you work with that, that, that has hands in this project, um, make sure you, you do your research on them before you, you, you go into business with them. Definitely. Um, I did before I, I reached out to anybody in the publisher, I went and copywritten my manuscript. I made sure, you know, before I showed it to anybody. Yeah, that you did that. Sign, make sure make sure they sign NDAs. If, you, if you're just in a writing section of it and you, um, you haven't published yet, but you want to get people's reviews. I made all of my test uh, audience, sample audience, before they uh, read the manuscript, I made them sign NDAs. And so, Definitely. And then they read it, and then they gave their opinion, and then I took that opinion and then used it in my sample pool. Okay. So things like that, just take yourself seriously. This is not just with writing. Sure. With anything you do, and even specifically as with writing, make sure mm -hmm. you just... You know, it's gonna, you're gonna have those days to where you want to give up, and you, you know, of course, you get writer's block. But like that song goes, keep swimming, keep swimming, just keep. You writing. gotta be consistent, right? right. And I always say that. <laughs> little by little, you write piece by piece, and eventually, at the end, you will have a finished. Book, You've got a big product, a finished product, right? Mm -hmm. Those little, those small wins, they move you forward. That's one thing mm -hmm. that I like to constantly remind people. So just go ahead and tell us, are there any future projects that you would like us to know about? And then just leave us with your so first, social media. Yeah. So for the, for the next uh, couple of months, uh, with the book coming out, we're going to do the book launch. Um, also, I'm looking at doing a book tour. Okay. However, with everything going on with COVID, it just all ties into that. And so, but it is my hope and prayer that we can get a book tour started next year. Okay. I'm hoping sometime next semester like i really would love to hit up um the east coast line along uh visiting mm -hmm. you know the southern states sure uh, yes uh hbcus sorry with hbcus and uh other universities uh we have 
35 universities and 15 prospective states that we'd like to okay and so you know if it's positive be if it's meant to be you know in due season we'll, we'll definitely hit that up and then come out to your city to visit you and you can definitely another show definitely um, and i would definitely so have going on. um this is just like i said this is my first book okay um, that first book and and I just wanted to make sure it's that attention grab usually with the first book, people want to write about themselves and their story and, and it's okay but the honest truth of it don't nobody care <laughs> because everybody has a story that's where you do the research to figure out what your target audience is <laughs> and so if you want, like I said if you want your first book to be a number one bestseller you definitely want to do your research and make sure you write it that's going to get something somebody their attention and right. it's something that's interesting that everybody can relate to and cares mm-hmm. about and so that's also an advice I would give you if you're trying to write that, even if it's not a bestseller, if you're just trying to do good in book sales, write something that's an attention grabber and something that's Definitely. a universal issue, like systemic racism sure. and, or, or, and such, you know, it doesn't just have to be with systemic mm-hmm. racism. But going back into more promotion of the book and why I've written the book, speaking of systemic racism, you know, and with the death of George Floyd and why, why you know, why I think it, you know, it happened and occurred. It, it, it was unfortunate that it did, but, you know, I don't want to say it was necessary. It definitely wasn't necessary, but, you know, look at what's come of it, if you will. Definitely. You know, it's like the Emmett Till of our time, if you will. It woke everybody's sure. eye up when they seen that 14-year-old boy mutilated body in that casket. And for the world today to see a man die on Facebook Live eight uh, of agonizing pain for eight minutes and 46 seconds um um that was just you know the root of it and so with this book i hope not only to just you know stimulate that that conversation but promote you know systemic change you know and help others think you know what if this was you in the situation what if this happened Definitely. to your ancestors what if this was still going on to your people in your community then right okay and if not why is it okay for it to happen to black people and not and not just white? And so with my it is my hope and prayer, and it may not happen with this generation, but what if it happens for the next? What if this is a generation that, you know, plans to see? And so okay. what if but again, check it out. It's out and about uh definitely on my website, you know, differenceworld.net again spelled D-I-F-E-R-N-S, excuse me, D-I-F-E-R-N-T. S W O R L D dot net and uh, it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble as well. And, and peace and blessings to you, Queen. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate the opportunity. Thank you well, thank to everybody you. out there that's listening and hearing my words. You know, remember just manifest, plan, and prepare for what it is that you want in life and you will come to you, no doubt about it. Definitely. Well, I appreciate you joining us tonight and having this very different conversation that I think um, is necessary, you know, to get things from a different perspective. Um, And then just to hear about your background and how you were able to uh, you were able to move forward from everything that you went through in life and and come out come out on top and you know like you said you're still healing you're doing the work to get to where you want to be um healing Mm -hmm. is a it's a journey it's a never-ending journey so just keep doing the work Um, make sure you guys go and check out difference book on amazon barnes and noble and then also Mm -hmm. on her website and then just leave us with your social your social handle one more time uh oh well facebook handle is uh, third eye no i'm sorry third LLC 
T-H-R-D-L-L-C-E-Y-E. Spell T-H-R-D-L-L-C-E-Y-E. I'm sorry, I don't have my notepad in front of me. So I'm just freestyling. I do apologize about that. You're fine. You're fine. We'll make sure that we put the link in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. But thank you guys so much again. You know, Difference World, come and learn. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight to the Grace for Purpose podcast. Be sure to go ahead and click subscribe and be sure to leave us some feedback. Give us a review and we will see you the next time. Take care. Mm -hmm.